Oh yeah, it's party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. Through the sinuses, through the pain, through the nasal allergies. We're here in the Mothership, which is Studio 22, for another episode of Headlines. Monday, 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 Monday. President Trump ordered the killing, authorized, I should say, the killing, the assassination, the smoking of Qasem Soleimani. Seven months ago, we're going to talk about that today. Uh, also, the Queen has issued a statement about the... Megxit of Meghan Markle and, more importantly, Prince Harry. We're going to get into several other things. We're even going to use the word, the D word, the D word in this episode. The puppet master himself driving the mothership at the helm. Puppet master Mark. Hello. Golly, dude. I heard, <clears throat> could have been a rumor, could have been a rumor that, that you were busted naked in Grapevine, Texas, uh, running down the road at like midnight. Mm. I think that was a different mark, a different uh, actually, mark. yeah. Different mark. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a whole new meaning to Mark Swaggertude. I don't even run naked. I just walk naked. You know why? Things get in the way. <laughs> just bouncing. You know, I keep giving my opinion on this whole Iran thing, and every time they get shot down. Ah, da 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 Candice, the queen of the Ethiopians, <laughs> somebody sent me a message the other day about you and those glasses, and I knew they were going to come. I knew they were going to come. Please. I'm going to need in. you to bring it down a notch, okay? I'm going to need you to tone down the hotness, the oh, distinguishedness. Gosh. You're a walking fetish. Mm-hmm. All right? What'd you say? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Hot news? Mm-hmm. I spent this weekend with her. And trust me, hot news is a girl who spent a lot of time in cheerleader outfits. She understands fetishes. <laughs> she really does. <laughs> Speaking of the, you got nothing to say on that one? No defense? No defense? Just own it, girl. Just own it. Herbert the Silent Deer looks on silently. There he is in the back. Party foul Steve. Yeah, I'm here. You're here. Speaking <laughs> of it. fetishes. Speaking of fetishes. Keep your glasses, Candace. Are there any, uh, is, are there any bearded, long-haired, hippie, old grandpa fetishes out there? I'm sure. There's some girls oh, that have yeah, some freaky things. There are. I'm sure there's, somebody has granddaddy issues. What is this deal these days with girls with daddy issues? And they where always, are they? They've always had them. <laughs> Have they? Has that always been a thing? I think it's always been a thing. Yeah? Okay. Hey, listen, we're almost out, honestly. And this this design is never coming back. Go to watchchad.com. And uh, good God, how many times has this thing been folded up? Get your, get your unapologetic Patriot. That's a, that's a Navy Heather Blue, and that is the number one seller. <laughs> well, like, we've been pushing boom. the hell out of it. It better it be the number one gray, seller. It comes in gray But, but we're black. getting rid of them, so there it is. There right. it is. That's the one Steve's going to get tattooed on his inner thigh. Uh, go, to a good, go, go to a good tattoo artist, because that'll just look, look like one big black glop yeah. right there if those, those that starts to bleed. You know what I'm surprised, and I don't think people know about it, is the Party Foul PFAF. Uh, AF can mean anything you want it mm-hmm. to mean. It does, and I have I have a couple of people that are keep sending me a message wanting to know what is AF, what is PFA. They've been wearing it to church and everything, yeah. haven't they? Like, pray for all friends. Pray for all friends. <laughs> yeah. Pray for all friends. That's like uh, we've got the Fusic shirts. People always ask me what Fusic when they, they see me wearing the FEWSIC. Yeah. Uh, the, we're going to take Fusic to a whole new deal. We started, you know, we started Craig Miller and those guys. They started Fusic a few years ago. It's it's stands for for everyone who said i couldn't it's all about people who really should not have succeeded in life mm-hmm. but somehow found a way to do it beat the odds and they just fought and fought do it every hard day. for <laughs> everyone who said i couldn't it really means something else but we don't you know we church it up hey before we get into this because this is huge i want to remind you guys about that famous movie villain that once had introduced a little anarchy upset the established order and everything becomes chaos Well, that's the world we live in right here in the 21st century. History has demonstrated that truth over and over again. The stock market crash, terrorist attack, power goes off longer than expected. Hey, we had an ice storm right here in Texas, North Texas, over this past weekend. And you would have thought the apocalypse was upon us, Natalie. Yes. We went to hell. Snow hell. Uh, There was a little bit of ice on the car. When these things happen without warning... It's breaking news. Then it's too late to prepare. Now you're in a panic scramble to get your milk and your eggs and your bread and your water. Chaos. Avoid it. Here's one thing you do. You build an emergency food supply right now. 
I trust and use my Patriot Supply to do this. Get started with a two-week food kit this week right now. Immediately save 40% on the food kits when you go to my special website, preparewithchad.com. The kits include breakfast, lunches, dinners that last up to 25 years in storage. That's 25 years. I didn't stutter. They arrive fast to your door with guaranteed two-day delivery. Those that know what's coming are preparing today. Do it. You should do it. Go to preparewithchad.com and save 40% right now. That's preparewithchad.com. So, Trump, we are finding out all these things. Like, I, you know, I, I was reading Clint Emerson, our buddy Clint Emerson, Navy SEAL, reading his book, um, The Right Kind of Crazy. And he was talking about how when they were in uh, Iraq and they they were going in and they were going after, um, this was post 9-11, they were going after Saddam Hussein. And General Kelly, who was a Marine, came to some of those Navy SEALs and said, hey, we got guys over here who are shooting at my guys. I need you to go over there and kill some. And they, you know, when they he'd send them out, well, then the politics got involved, and they said, no, 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 we need you guys to stand down because I don't need it. I don't need to be throwing guys out there who are losing guys. There's politics involved with war, right? And thank God there is because it'd be barbaric if there wasn't, right? Yeah, no, mm. yeah. What do you think? You think we should have some politics in war? I don't. I, I, or should we just go out there and kill them and let God sort them out? <laughs> is that your philosophy? A little bit. <laughs> A little bit. Well, I, I get what you're saying. It's just I think maybe there's just a negative connotation to the word politics. I agree. There's it a just very gets negative. messy. And I'm, I'm a very, I agree 100%. But, but the point I'm, I'm getting to is people don't realize how much politics plays into warfare. I mean, you would think, mm-hmm. hey, let's just have what, I, what they call a Carthaginian peace. Let's just mm-hmm. plow up their fields, put salt there where nothing will ever grow again. That's, yeah, let's just go lay waste, right? Let's just go lay waste. Um, so whenever... The Iranians shot down that drone, that American drone. Donald Trump said then, because again, John Bolton was the Secretary of Defense, right? Or no, he what was what was Bolton's deal, uh, Candace? Was he Secretary of Defense or he was was he? Um, oh, anyway, National Security Council or whatever he was. Mm-hmm. Um, which Bolton's kind of has he kind of has a um, a reputation as being a warmonger. He was a national security advisor. National security advisor. Thank Mm -hmm. you. Not secretary of defense. I knew I was wrong when I was saying that. My brain is on drugs. Uh, The good kind of drugs. Over the counter. But anyway, he's kind of been known as a warmonger. You know, kill him, let God sort him out. Sort of attitude. And he said, go in there and smoke him. So Trump said, you know, we're probably going to have to kill this guy, Soleimani, but we're not going to kill him over a drone. We're not going to risk going to war with this country over over them killing an object. He said, but there is that red line in the sand, and that is if they harm American life. Uh, he said, that's 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 on the table. That's the, only on the table if they hit Americans. And I know I've gotten has have you guys have y'all has your Instagram blown up with this the noodle dot messages? Mm-hmm. Everybody sending me messages in Farsi. <laughs> I've sort of had a fun time with that, just kind of trolling back at them, like I know what they're saying, and I'll be like, I, I swear I'm out, I'm fresh out of those, you know. I, so I'm I, responding to them, and it's just pissing them off even more. Like one of them called call me a dickhead the other day, and I said, Well, you're a, a mutilated vagina because you know they do that, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Um, You've had a few attack you. I saw them. That's okay. I saw them on there. It's okay because they're like, oh, you're speaking, you're disrespecting our country. I disrespect my own country when it deserves it, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go at whoever, but I haven't disrespected Iran. I'm for the people of Iran. And if you'll notice, Trump came out with the tweet Saw in that. Farsi, which broke all records of Farsi tweets. That sounds funny to say. <laughs> Party foul, have you ever done a Farsi tweet? I've, I've probably had a few drunken Farsi tweets. Yeah, yeah. get on Twitter drunk and have a Farsi tweet. Um, there's people still who can't even get into what I'm saying right now because I'm wearing a hat and it's not a cowboy hat and it's around backwards. <laughs> Shut up, I've been sick with a cold. Get over it, people. It's a hat. If you're watching for the hat, you're watching for the wrong reasons. Um, but I've gotten a lot of that stuff. Oh, you came at Rose McGowan. And I don't know why I just went into a non-Farsi accent. Yeah. Don't come at Something like that. But I'm like, Rose McGowan doesn't speak for Iran. Mm -mm. You know, she put a thing out there. Please don't kill us. 
you're an idiot, Rose McGowan. We weren't worried about Iran killing us. We weren't worried. People, people with common sense weren't worried about World War III. We weren't worried about getting nuked or anything. Um, so they've kind of been coming at me, this whole thing. Well, obviously, they're like, why would you want war? I've had the other American trolls. And by the way, don't be a puss, man. If you want to come at me, use your real face and your real name. Don't be a cartoon character with some fake name, okay? Get a, get a hobby. You are the weakest of the weak. Something that happened over the weekend, and I know I'm all over the place, but I promise you I'm coming back to a point. It was fantastic. Over the weekend, I'm off my meds, right? So like my head meds that I'm supposed mm-hmm. to be taking from a crazy I'm off of them. <laughs> I ran out of my prescription, so I'm like on day six or seven of not having a pill. And so my head's all swimmy. And I was in the Pacific Northwest, and I was in, I was like having to deal with all these women in my life. Uh, my wife and, and her friends and all these people. We were on a so-called vacation. And, and it was like I was in a 15-passenger van with a bunch of cackling hens. And I was ready to pinch somebody's heads off, right? I was on the edge. And this guy kept coming at me, kept coming at me, kept coming at me. And finally, I'm like, F it. You want a piece of this? You want a piece of this? Oh, Come you on. Loose. And he was a dude who said, he was a guy, and you saw me, I posted on the story. He was a guy who said, well, you know, he kept threatening me, basically. He'd send me messages, he's going to threaten me. Like, I'm not interested in fighting you. And if I am going to fight you, you don't want me when I'm six days off of Zola. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth, Natalie. <laughs> I promise you, I'll die trying to kill you. So anyway, the guy's like, well, I'll meet you face to face. I'm like, set it up, bro. <laughs> You know, will you come to blah, 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 Tennessee, and I'll set it up in this blah, 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 and we'll just make you sweat in front of a crowd. I'm like, bro, do you not know what I do for a living? <laughs> let's get the biggest effing crowd possible. Please. Please let's make me sweat. Charge a cover. So then he started sending me messages. <laughs> Why are you calling me out like that? Bro, You, it was you who did mm-hmm. it. I'm just calling your bluff. Now, you book, you book that place you mentioned in that town you mentioned, which is supposedly your home turf, and you want to see me sweat, you book it. I will pay the rental fee. He kept saying, oh, yeah, man, you guys, you, you. Because he, he kept telling me, I'm paying for your trip to Iran to go fight the Iranians since you're so big about going to war. I'm going to pay your trip. He can't even afford the rental fee. You're the big money. I don't have any money. Then shut up, you. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, come on, I'll pay the rental fee. You want to have a debate? Let's have a debate. Yeah. He was like, why are you so anti-LGBTQ? I said, there's the problem right there. You're gay. It's always the angry gays. <laughs> I love the gays. Sure. And the gays love me. I just found myself on a gay cowboy site on Instagram. Yes. I have to say you look great. Didn't I look good? <laughs> yeah. I was nice and skinny and tan. Pull it up. There it is, right there, man. It's on the app. And have you been through the latest emojis? The emojis are fantastic right now. The, I mean, they got brand new, so many new gay emojis. But I comment on the thing is that I'm scrolling along, getting notifications, only to see my skinny ass shared on a gay cowboy page, and I'm like, damn, I got to lose weight. You know, I, I don't mind being on the gay sites. I sure. love the gays, but it's always the gays that attack. They're the ones who come at you. It's the, it's the gay guys who, for some reason, they got daddy issues, Steve. Yeah. Oh, they definitely. They got the daddy, daddy issues. issues. They want, so I'm going to catch hell for this. But it's okay. They're the ones who get angry. Get pissy. Hey. Why you got to talk about the guys? <laughs> they want to have a debate. <laughs> we know what you want to master debate. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. Anyway, I'll come. I'll debate you. He's like, why do you hate the gays? I said, I want you to lead with that in the debate. I want you to lead with, why do you hate the LGBT community? Mm-hmm. Lead with that in the debate. Please, start with that question, because I'll decimate you. Anyway, speaking of gay people, Soleimani, have you seen the picture of his penis that's severed from his body, sitting over on the street? I don't think it's his real penis. You know why? It's <laughs> circumcised. I don't know why I looked at Candace and pointed when I <laughs> Maybe she's the circumcised penis expert in the room. But have you seen have you seen the pictures of supposedly Soleimani's body after the bombing? No, I don't. It's 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 horrible. I saw, a ring. I saw the picture of the hand with the ring on it, and I don't know if that was a real picture or not. I don't know either. I don't know if this is the real body, but I'm assuming that it is because it's the car and the whole thing. But it's it's horrible, all right? It's horrible. It's this still human life. I mean, and you see that and you realize the graphic nature of it. 
But apparently, after, you know, everybody's like, oh, my God, Trump's taking us to war. He's taking us to war. No, he's really not. He, he's standing his ground. Mm-hmm. He smoked a guy who is responsible for over 600, 600 deaths, American troops. And mm-hmm. uh, he's a terrorist. Don't call him a general. Don't call him a commander. And so everybody keeps coming at me. And then you have the protests. When it finally comes out, the protests, Trump tweets the deal in Farsi. Saying we're standing with the Iranian people. Mm-hmm. And he's warning the Iranian government, don't harm your protesters. Don't harm these people. We're watching. So Trump is very much on the side of the Iranian people. We're very much. We make our jokes, but we're very much on the side of the Iranian people. This is a human crisis. Right. Right. These are oppressed people, and they should not be that way. Look, you saw the, and I brought this up last week. You saw the pictures of these men who are carrying away these victims of the plane crash. And they're victims because they were shot down. Iran has now said, yeah, it was human error. We shot this plane down, this commercial plane down. Uh, They knew exactly what they were doing. How do you purposefully miss everything in Iraq when you're sending (laughs) missiles, but then you accidentally shoot down a plane that's right over your head? They knew exactly what they were doing. So, you know, Trump had signed off on this deal and he said, boom, we're going to, if you, you mess with people, well, it wasn't without reason. You know, they start doing the stuff at the, at the, um, at the, uh, embassy there in Baghdad. Trump says, no, we're not going to have that. And then you have that American contractor that gets killed. And Trump says, no, we're not going to have that. So boom, we're smoking you. And that's exactly what happens. But it's interesting to me that, uh, they signed off on that months ago. And who knows, Steve, you said it earlier. Who knows who's next? Yep. Mm-hmm. Another one pops his head up. Take him out. Screw around and find out. Screw around and find out. Hopefully nobody. Hopefully nobody. I mean, if I said to you, if I said to you, I hope that the the, the Khomeini, the, the supreme leader of Iran, <laughs> if I told you that I, that I think he's just going to have a change of heart and all of a sudden he's going to treat his people good. You'd laugh at me, right? You just mm-hmm. shook your head. You're mm-hmm. like, no, it's not going to happen because dictators don't do that. Yeah, you said hopefully not anyone, but I think there's so many of them. There are plenty out there right now that I kind of wish he would just pick, 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 pick. I just do. I know you do. And there's so many of them. Like somebody sent me a message the other day and they said, uh, they said, well, you killed Soleimani, but you awakened. Yeah. 800 more. We got 800 more missiles. Right. I mean, like, I mean, what you want to do? You want to keep fighting this fight like that? To say, oh, I mean, you keep sticking your head up. Mm-hmm. It'll be like whack-a-mole. It really will. And I'm not talking bold because my finger's not on the button. I'm not the one sitting out there pulling the trigger. But I know that the American government has the capability of laying waste to your country in the space of about 15 minutes. We don't want to do that. Nobody wants to do no. that. Nobody wants to see that. Uh, it's a humanitarian crisis. It really is. These people are really suffering. But you know what the news is consumed with? You know what the news is consumed with? It has nothing to do with humanitarian crisis. I'll tell you exactly what the news is consumed with as soon as I do this another this ad read right here. Come on, Ken. Let's pop that thing up there. Let's make some money. Happy New Hair, guys. You guys have discovered Keeps Hair Loss. I know you have because we've been talking about it. It's a treatment. Just for you guys, and I say happy new hair because you're well on your way to keeping the hair you have. And listen up, 66% of you men out there are even going to experience new hair regrowth with Keeps. Losing your hair sucks. We know that. Do something about it. Go to Keeps.com slash loss. Keeps offers the generic versions of the only two FDA-approved hair loss products out there. And these generic versions are going to give you savings you won't believe. So what are you waiting for? With Keeps, you can save your hair without ever leaving your couch. Just answer a few questions online, snap a couple of pictures of your hair, and a licensed doctor is going to review your info and recommend the right treatment for you. Then it's shipped discreetly to your door. God, I love Keeps. Here's the new hair New year hair. No, I didn't get it all confused. Happy new hair deal I got for you. Go to keeps, K-E-E-P-S dot com slash loss to get your first order of keeps hair loss treatment for up to 50% off. Yep. Your first order for 50% off. That's keeps.com slash loss. Keeps.com slash loss. You don't need keeps. You shave all yours off, don't you? Laser. I've been really trying, baby. (laughs) Meghan Markle. Found a boy that sparkled. She rushed to the altar, but now she's faltered. 
Bitches will bring you down. Ooh. Forget being a princess. See, Disney's been lying to you. Disney's been lying to you. See, all these years, Disney's been about finding this commoner, right? And all of a sudden, she becomes a princess. Because deep in her heart, her destiny was to be a princess. Many well, more girls have dreamed about it. But this is, this is what happens right here. This is what happens. You get into the castle and you realize it ain't all mm-hmm. cracked up to be what you thought it was. Mm-hmm. It ain't what it was. <laughs> Suddenly, you don't have the freedom you used to have. You can't say just what you want to say. Preach. You can't come out in your yoga pants. Hey! Come. You can't dare it. Sit down. Sit down. Y'all sit down. I ain't done preaching. But I they're loose. They're a good brand. Can't but do you it. can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. Got herself a prince. Changed her mind since. <laughs> it's the truth. Mm-hmm. You can't. It's it's when you get into the royal family. It's all sweet and pretty when they're dragging that train behind you at Westminster Chapel, True. Westminster Abbey. But then all of a sudden, you got not only. Uh, uh, future king daddy-in-law and a future king brother-in-law, you got a 900-year-old grandmama-in-law that is the queen. Mm-hmm. And she rules. It is with not a four all foot about seven you. iron fist. Yep. Know your role. Know your yeah. role, bitch. That's it. Know your place. You know see, that, see, see understand, the monarchy no is not the place for your feminism. Now, I'm picking on Megan, and I don't know. Now, I know you weirdos out there. I'm going to do a truck rant on this here pretty soon. Today or tomorrow. You weirdos out there, y'all have this weird basement under the basement nerd fascination with the royal family, right? Mm -hmm. And remember, the royal family wouldn't piss in your ear if your brain was on fire. They don't care about you. They don't care about you. And I got my Canadian folks out there. I understand that you're a constitutional government with Mm -hmm. a constitutional monarchy, right? You still got to bow down to the queen. You got some weird stuff going on out there. But a monarchy is not interested in your feminism in your rights, they have constricted themselves to a certain life. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to come in there and think that you're going to live some kind of Justin Bieber BS as some big old, big popular, look at me. No, I'm sorry, Megan. And then, and then what's crazy is everybody's trying to make it because she's black. Colin Kaepernick is more black than her. Mm-hmm. And he's not even hardly black. Candice, what color are you? Not even hardly black. Sean Foster. He's really black. How are they making yeah, it because black. she's black? I, I missed Just it. because saying, well, the queen, the queen mother doesn't like her. Oh, gosh. Because she's probably, because she's black. She's, she's made it hard on her, right? No. That, she, she doesn't like her because it's her daughter-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. it Granddaughter-in-law. Granddaughter-in-law. It doesn't matter what color they are. Because Diana, yeah. you know. You know I, look, we can get into that conspiracy theory. With Dodi Al Fayed and and mm-hmm. Queen and Princess Diana, that was probably a hit, right? Wouldn't you say, Candace? Yeah, I would say so. That Pretty was a hit. Strongly, things don't go down the way that goes. That that went down. Correct. Um, you don't you don't just bust out of the royal family. Mm-hmm. Watch the Crown, people. It's real history. <laughs> I don't understand the obsession with kings and queens and all that of another country. Anyway, I, I they bleed and die. I told you last week, they got hemophilia. They bleed more than us. Well, again, I think it's that fantasy that, you know, myself as a little girl dreamed up or watched as I was growing up in all the Disney shows. Cinderella, you know, it just is what you what you dream about. Yeah. And then you're then it's backed up behind your parents. Well, life ain't a Disney movie. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Life ain't a Disney movie. So Meghan Markle's finding this out. The queen came out with a statement today saying, and I'm paraphrasing, but basically she came out saying, well, we wish this isn't the way it was going to go. Because let's face it, the queen, I'm sorry, the royal family does have responsibilities. They do have a job to do, right? Uh, They have a lot of responsibilities. And yes, let's face it, the queen at 93 She's pretty strong. I mean, mm-hmm. she's been she's been queen a long time and been through a lot. She's held the country together. Her family has held the country together. You go back and watch the, the what was the King's speech from World War Two. I mean, that's you know, her father who had the stuttering problem and, and things like that. I mean, these folks, as whether they are were ruling heads or figureheads at some point in time, have, have held a pretty heavy responsibility. So we joke about it and say, well, here's a guy who decided to quit living off of his parents' allowance and move out of the house 
and actually live with his wife, they do have some responsibilities. And the queen came out and said, well, she's, she's disappointed. One source said, um, uh, that Megan wants to leave, that Harry doesn't want to leave. He's quote heartbroken or going to be heartbroken over quitting the Royal family. But, uh, apparently being a Royal just isn't working for her. That's okay. Oprah's going to step in and cancel them, fix it all. <laughs> have everybody crying. But, She's going to write a book, make another billion dollars. Yeah, but I, I scrolled through the headlines and just laugh at things like Elton John has come out and denied knowing that they were going to leave the royal family before the queen knew. And I'm like, oh my God. I mean, I'm just trying to get bills paid around here with keeps.com and simply say. <laughs> <laughs> Harry's Elton all- John and his diamond-crusted penis. Prince- he knew all about Meghan and Harry. Prince Harry's always been a bit of a rebel. A little though, bit. In his own. And so I know everybody's putting this on Meghan, and this is one source, but I don't know. Do you think she made the, that it's because of her 100%, or do you think that they made this decision together? Look, he could have stepped out. My honest opinion, yeah. like, like if we were just sitting here talking about your kids or something. Mm-hmm. And again, you don't know the details because, again, I, let me go back to my old rules. The, the royal family doesn't work the same way as True. our families work. But I would say, why didn't you do it before? Hmm. Like, if you didn't like it, why didn't you step out earlier? Obviously, you could have been just fine. You could have gone out and bid the rebel prince playboy. You could have gotten in Prince Andrew's black book and found all kind of girls that are now of age. <laughs> isn't, he, uh, isn't he the one that was in the military, though? Yeah. 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 So he did kind of step out. A little bit. But he was still royal family. He was royal family. I know that. And he's an ambassador he wasn't for that family fodder. for now on, whether he wants to be or not. <clears throat> well. <laughs> she, I think, I think she's a big influence in this whole stepping out, maybe just kind of bolstering. Maybe he mentioned it a little bit and she just fed the fire. I don't mm. think so. I don't think so. I, I mean, me personally, I think that she came in there and. Bling bling. So I think it's her too. I mean, she's yeah, this is a girl who I likes said. being the center of attention. You don't go into yeah. you know, movies because or acting for any other reason. I mean Be careful, boys, who you marry. Be careful yeah. who you marry. And she she's she's a strong voice. She definitely has an opinion. Mm-hmm. And so when you enter the royal family, you're not allowed to give your opinion. All don't the time. criticize making. I will if I want. Um Oh, you'll speak about hard time. Can't John err? He caught Trump on fast. I caught Trump. We still good. We still okay. Yay! Yeah, after the smoke show, which was Qasem Soleimani, uh, Trump has reached out to North Korea in a bid to resume <laughs> nuclear talks. So that's good. Yeah, I'm sure they want to talk a little bit more than they were talking. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> like, so, hey, yeah, maybe yeah. we ought to talk a little bit. You know what else is funny? Speaking of smoke shows, and I don't have this in the notes, but I, I think it's hilarious that, like, I just have written easy, easy softball jokes this entire weekend about Gwyneth Paltrow's JJ candle. You know, she smells a vagina. She smells a candle and says, this smells like a vagina. <laughs> like, how many have you <laughs> smelled in your life? You don't know. Well, that's what I'm asking. Yeah, maybe plenty. Gwynny? Yeah. Hey, Gwynny. Hey, GP. I appreciated my tweet the other day that said the candle starts off with a strong aroma of Brad Pitt, and then it it gives off a little essence of Ben Affleck because that wick is in the wax. <laughs> it finishes out with a, a strong wick. fragrance of Chris Martin that is like apple because mm. that's her kid's name. Mm-hmm. But then it winds well up in a melted pile of goop, which is the name of her company. But I'll tell you what, that JJ candle smells a whole lot better than the one on the shelf next to it. <laughs> that one smells like shit. Um, <laughs> speaking of bad words, <laughs> there's a conservative group, one million moms. They're mad at Burger King. Look, I, does any, Burger King still exist? Damn, how do you get mad at Burger King? I, they I use the D word in their commercial. How dare you? Damn, that's good. One satisfied yeah. customer says at one point in the commercial, I, I, the language in the commercial is offensive, and it's sad that this once family restaurant has made yet another deliberate decision to produce a controversial advertisement instead of a wholesome one. 
I agree with that st- that statement. They they said it to be controversial. Of they, knew they it did. We're be. talking about them. It's uh, yeah. It's, is it appropriate? I mean, it, what's next? What I mean, you guys. Hey, mama, on what isn't on TV today? I, I'm I'm surprised that y'all are. I, I, what isn't on TV? There's all that word is the least of well, our I'm worries. Not saying, I, I use the word regular, but yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. I'm just saying. Do we want that on TV in front of? Is but, it going to be on? Is it on the Nickelodeon channel? No, I get it. But everything else is on there already. Yeah. So just put everything out there. Is what you're well, saying? Well, I'm. I mean, where where do you draw that line at? I don't know. Turn the channel. <laughs> I'm opinionless on this thing. I, I am because look, I what can I say? I mean, I yeah. have people on Twitter or on whatever, and they're well, always you're saying you're <laughs> vulgar. You've gotten vulgar. You're trying to have shock value. No, I've really kind of calmed it way, way down from where I used to be. Um, you just don't know me. I mean, I could have said dang, I guess. I mean, yeah, I mean, you're selling a hamburger. I get it. But how irrelevant is Burger King? I mean, I, I get you got to do something. You know who I will give props to as a company? Their marketing is Starkist. Because when the Gwyneth candle came out and everybody could post <laughs> pictures of the little birthday candle on a can of tuna and Starkist kept coming out. And they even commented under one of my jokes where they were like, OK, we're out of this. You know, they were making a joke, you know, like, hey, calm down, Tony. You know, it, it was just whoever was commenting, they'd talk to him. I think I love it when they do that. That's like great. Wendy's did a good job of that back when Smart. there was the beef between okay. the mm-hmm. two chicken sandwiches. <laughs> Pun intended. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, people get—I I don't know. I just think people get their panties in their one, in their all wadded up and whatever. I'm trying to say. Here, here's my thing. Here's my thing about now for you Christians out there. The Bible says, "Let no unwholesome word come out of your mouth." I appreciate right. that. I appreciate that. But I, I want to remind you of the story of you're the one who's determining what's wholesome and what's unwholesome, right? Now you have been taught that certain words are vulgar. And you've been taught that certain things should be avoided. So if I say the word married to you, it probably doesn't mean anything to you, but I just said shit in French, okay? Mm-hmm. I know what married means. If I say scheiss, I just said it in Scheiße. German. So if I call you scheisskopf, you're a shithead. So I understand, but it's a cultural thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's a cultural thing. And I've said the said this story about when I was in Nigeria, and I was with a Nigerian who was, you know, Nigeria used to be a British colony. And I'm with this friend of mine, Patrick Osami, who is, he's, he's, for all intents and purposes, he understands British culture. And we're out there. We're looking for lions. And he goes, diddly shit, diddly shit, diddly shit. We're on the back of this truck. And, well, there's these missionaries who are there. And they're just like, oh, my God, he's saying shit. To him, he was just saying there's dung. Yeah. Right? So so it's a little bit questionable. I mean, this whole thing is if words are offending you, let me also remind you that the book says – and when I say the book, the Bible, in, in, the book, in the book of Psalms, it says, you know, those, those who uh, trust in the law, nothing shall offend them. So chill out on this whole, I'm offended by everything. I'm so tired of people who wake up every day going, what could I be victimized by today? And they go online and they start vague booking. I really need some prayers today, extra prayers. Raise on the roof in prayer, <laughs> sister. <laughs> we're praying for you emoji prayers they don't even know what they're praying for and then next week it's like well my cucumbers weren't as big as i thought they were gonna be <laughs> f you linda i hope you get lupuses and i'm all prayed out oh, <laughs> i mean quit vague booking to be a victim then you go on instagram and you read people's stories it's like yeah well just blah, blah, blah. stop posting your message and just stop being a victim Deal with real problems. Like, where's Harry going to live? That, it's tough. This is real stuff. What if she decides she don't want to live there? Oof. How many times has Harry got to move to make this woman happy? Pray for Harry. Can we get that trending? Hashtag pray for Harry. Mm-hmm. God knows he needs it. He married you, bitch. <laughs> Damn, this hamburger's good. It's party time, Mom. I just, I don't know what it is about me, Candace. I just want to bug people. I just want to make them mad. Stir it up. Seven days without drugs. We're so first world. Mm-hmm. We're so spoiled. Elon Musk is making a Tesla that'll talk to you. It'll talk to you. You can reserve the new Tesla truck 
39000 49000 69000 The full self-driving option for an extra 7000 You can reserve yours right now through Apple Pay for $100. Mm-hmm. Comes out in late 2021 if you don't have anything else to do for the next two freaking years. And I have a friend that's already reserved one. I have Dude. a few. I have a couple of friends. They're and like I'm reserving like, them for 100 bucks. I, told I mean, him, I, you said, know, I can change my mind at any time, but I'm going to have me a Tesla. ugliest freaking thing I've ever seen. It's, it's, it's uh, dumb. But it drives itself. I'm going to have me a Tulsa. You know why? Because I'm so lazy, I can't even drive myself to the store anymore. I need me a Tulsa. Tulsa. So I need a Tulsa that'll talk to me. So if that vehicle can drive itself, we should be able to lower the driving age to, what age can you speak at? Four? Ew. So you just get in the uh, car and say, hey, take me to the store. <laughs> Going to Disneyland, mm. car's driving itself. Not only is it going to talk to itself. By the way, going all over the Pacific Northwest in a 15-passenger van with a bunch of cackling hens, my buddy Chris Bates driving the poor thing in the winds and the rains. He touched the yellow line and then the white line and the yellow line and the white line. I don't even get motion sickness, but I was ready to puke in the back seat of that thing. I wanted the Tesla. Um, <laughs> but it'll say things to you like, well, don't just stand there staring. Hop in. And then it'll go into sentry mode, which activates an alarm and blares music whenever a car senses an attempted break-in. That's me at the grocery store. Hmm. That's me at the grocery store. Like, I'm just trying to get in carrying a bunch of bags, and I'm trying to use my foot to get the door open. And like, Here I go again on my arm. Uh, 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 going down the only avenue. And that's just me. <laughs> and I'm like, it's just my Tulsa. So you can customize it to make goat bleat and fart noises. Yeah. Are you saying Tulsa? I'm saying Tulsa. Okay, I just want to make sure. That's a redneck version yeah, of the Tulsa. Yeah, I get it. All right. Tulsa. No, it's good. It's good. It's good. If you're going to make a truck, call it the Tulsa, not the Tesla. Got it. Yep. Yeah. Anyway. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> AOC. Now, this is what I called a long time ago. She won't pay. That's Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, for those of you who tell me that I'm a divisive person and shouldn't talk politics, because you don't talk to politics. I talk to politics. She won't pay her $250,000 in dues to the Democrats because people like me are not welcome. So let me read this to you, because I don't know if you guys realize this. She won't pay the quarter million. Hang on now. You gotta pay dues to the Democrats, money which is put towards the effort to keep the party's majority in the House. So she's 30 years old, youngest person ever elected to Congress. She balked at contributing her share of the fundraising to the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee. And she says that uh, it blacklists vendors working with insurgent primary challengers like herself. So so I, I've said this from the very beginning, is she's going to push herself so far out there on the precipice, out on the ledge, that eventually she's just going to be like, nobody's going to want to do anything with her. Her own party doesn't. She's feeling ostracized by her own party. So so she says, she, she's, uh, I don't think my fundraising should go to preventing more people like me from being here in Congress. Yeah, she said that. Uh, she said, I'm a Democrat. I'm proud to be on this team. I'm proud to be part of the Democratic majority. <laughs> uh, but she's not going to be a team player, right? So mm-hmm. a quarter million dollars, man. That's that ain't no. That's some fundraising right there. All parties have that same system where you got to pay your dues. And it goes into the deal. Um, look, I wouldn't want to pay it in because the DNC is broke. They're bankrupt for one thing, and you'd just be pissing your money away. Um, that's like saying they don't want my kind at the golf course, so I'm not going to pay my dues because <laughs> they don't want me there. I'm like, they don't give a shit if I'm going to be there or not. Right, so I like I, that, Steve. <clears throat> That's a good one, man. Pay your dues. Here's how you pay your dues. You join the party apocalypse right here. You get you a Chad Prather. It's party time, Mom. Coin. Bam. It's worth about nineteen yeah. bucks. You pay twenty nine dollars, you never be broke. My great nephew Brian, he yeah. he saw my coin. Now he wants one. So Bet uh, he does. You tell him to go to GMR Gold or bullionbox.com and get one. Um by the way, you do that. You take a picture with your coin or send us a picture of your coin out there traveling around with you because that's what we've been doing. We've been taking the coins on the road. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram, at Watch Chat or Party Foul Steve. You'll see them. Thanks. But we'll send you we'll send you a discount code. So if you go to WatchChad.com, if you go to WatchChad.com, you can go get a discount on some super badass merch. I showed it to you. Go get it. 
Uh, final thing, and we're going to get out of here. Nancy Pelosi, she was on an interview. Look, it doesn't matter what's going to happen. This president is impeached for life regardless of any gamesmanship on your part of Mr. McConnell. There's nothing the Senate can do to elevate that. <laughs> now, she said, Candace, and I want you to keep an eye on this. She said she was turning over the articles of impeachment this week. It's Monday. We'll see. I thought she said that last week. She said it last week. She said we were going to turn it over this week. Okay. She said okay. last week, Got turn it. it over this week. I, Look, just sit there and be pretty. No, no. I Shut thought, up, woman. She, be seen and not heard. My understanding was that it was supposed to happen before this. At, at this I point. Feel like she, I feel like she keeps. Okay. Um, she got, I'm so sorry. It doesn't matter when she turns them in. She's screwing uh, Elizabeth Warren and. Uh, yes. Bernie, Bernie Sanders. Sanders. Slowing them down. Well, it comes down to it. And again, I go back to saying I want a full trial. I want a full trial in the Senate. Mm-hmm. I want them to subpoena everybody. The Bidens. There is the best Hunter Biden satire site on Twitter I've found. Have you seen it? Hunter S. Biden. It's pretty Hunter. hilarious. Yeah. What is it? It's pretty hilarious. Yeah. It's Hunter great. S. He's like, Biden. hey, in my defense, I thought the cop looked like a prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's got the best freaking tweets on there. I mean, it's just unending, unending. So, Nancy Pelosi, I don't have what she's having. Hashtag impeach for life. Well, he's going to win on a landslide in 2020. And so, you know, it doesn't matter if you got an asterisk by your name when you're out there laying waste. But he's still Signed. hashtag impeached for life. Yeah. I mean, this is dumb. I, here's the thing, and I'm going to do, I want to do a video here pretty soon. I was in the shower yesterday rubbing the important parts, and I was thinking, because that's what I do when I rub, about, I want to do a video about when you say this, what we hear is this, mm-hmm. when what we should be hearing, because there's a disconnect in the conversations in America today. Like, I, you say something, I hear something different, because I'm automatically thinking about my response to you that has nothing to do Fair. with what you said. That's why we can't get on the same page here. And there are certain catchphrases, both sides, right and left, are saying that we need to we need to start saying, okay, when you say <clears throat> when you say I'm a black American, I don't care. Right? I don't care. I, it doesn't matter to me what your skin color is. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but pe- see, there's people out there who think that they say that and it's like, I'm supposed to give a shit because right. you're black American. Okay. Good for you. Right. What, what do you want? See, get, again, we wake up every morning points. with the victimhood. How can I be a victim today? Mm-hmm. I need extra prayers. You see what I'm saying? What were you going to say? Yes. I mean, it's like you get little bonus points for mm-hmm. Yeah, like for it's, it's identity like politics. Screw the identity politics. I'm over it. I'm done. But when people come at me and they say, oh, well, you know, Trump, he said he's going to shoot somebody in the middle of Main Street uh, out in New York in Manhattan, and y'all would still vote for him. How could you dare do that? It's not what he said. It's not what he said. What he said is you could accuse me. And like I could go out there and shoot somebody and you would say that everybody would still vote for me. He was calling out the media in the context of what he said. Just like the Charlottesville deal. This guy came at me this weekend about, oh, how can you support a president who said that there were good people on both sides of the, of the issue? He did say that. But look at what he said next. The KKK members and the white supremacists in these hate groups are absolute scum. Yes. We're not talking about them. There were good people mm-hmm. out there in Charlottesville who were protesting on both sides of the issue. There were good people. That's undeniable. Or the person who comes to me and says, well, Trump was endorsed by the KKK. So was Hillary Clinton. So was Hillary Clinton. You know who was endorsed by Louis Farrakhan? Barack Obama. Mm. Shut up. If I tell you the sky is blue... You go out there and you're going to be like, well, the KKK says the sky is blue, too. You must be a white supremacist. <laughs> well, you're a dumbass. So how about that? How about that? Mm-hmm. Man, catch me outside. How about catch that? Catch me outside. How about that? Rent that debate hall, dude. We're coming. We're coming to you. I, I will say it is hard that when, when you. Shut up. Here she goes. <sighs> what, Natalie? You've already when started. When you hear. When, when I hear, okay, when Pelosi says something and her message is coming across to us and I'm receiving it, yes. I am the first one to tell you it is very hard to come at her with a good attitude. Because yes, all, all I hear when she speaks, 
I know what you hear, but I hear wah, wah, wah. I hear the Charlie Brown. I'm like, everything you're saying is Except stupid. Except Nancy, it's more like, wah, 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 wah. Oh, my God. I just, it's hard for me to hear her in any way because I feel like everything she has said has been so dumb. And it's just anything anti-Trump right now, even if she believe, even if she doesn't believe it. I feel like some of the things she says, I don't think she believes it. No. She does not she believe, it. believe it. She Chuck Schumer doesn't she believe can't. it. There, no. There's a whole bunch of them. Only ones that believe but it are the But they're in so deep. Hey, Candace. Candace, you're the queen of the Ethiopians. Listen, I'm seven days off my meds. Is Like, you know how you just don't know yourself? You know what I'm talking about? Like when you get drunk and you think you're perfectly fine, but everybody else knows you're drunk. Has this been a horrible 40 minutes? I can tell you're off your meds. It's been interesting. You can tell I'm off my meds. I can tell you're off your meds. Like, I give zero, zero Fs. Okay. Like, I'm off the meds. I got it. My doctor's closed today, too, so we can't call him in. I'll see if someone else is open. (laughs) Somebody in this building's got to have some Zoloft. I'll ask around. Give me five minutes. I mean, they work for Blaze Media. Surely they're on antidepressants. I mean, you shoved me under the bus three times, but I still thought it was great. I'm going to shove something. Hey, um, go to watchchad.com. You know where I'm going to be Friday night? <laughs> Nowhere. But Saturday night, I'm going to be in Everett, Washington for the very first show of 2020. Am I Crazy Comedy Tour? Then we're headed to Bakersfield. No, we're not, Steve. We're headed to Rocky Mountain, Mount, Virginia. Virginia. Then Bakersfield, <laughs> then Bakersfield. The 24th, we're going to be in Rocky Mount, Virginia. I don't even know how you get there. I think you got. I think we have to go in a day early, take a big plane, a little plane, a kayak, and a and a, yeah. and a donkey. But yeah. then the final part is not that far. The final little leg, the last little, the last little leg, walk short, in, like, yep. triumphant, with a dead deer over our shoulders. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and the village peoples are gonna cheer. <laughs> it's gonna be like going to that uh, M Night Shyamalan village, the the, the village, right? Mm-hmm. And they don't even know they're in the 21st century. And we're just gonna show up with. Our technologies. I'm going to SHOT Show, and I'm still trying to talk you into hanging out with us. I'm going. I'm going. Come hang out with us at SHOT Show. I'm going. I'm going. You twisted my arm last minute. (coughs) Las Vegas. We'll be hanging. Las Vegas. Hanging out there. Uh, But yeah, let's be serious for a minute. Everett, Washington, of course, going to be in Rocky Mountain, Virginia on the 24th of this month. Then on the 30th of this month, Bakersfield, California, we're coming back to you. The only place in America we ever got kicked out of a bar after a show. It happens. (laughs) It happened. It wasn't our fault, though. Wasn't our fault. It wasn't our fault. Uh, Guys started a fight, and Vince fought back, and rightfully so. Uh, Steve was punching Vince in the back, (laughs) just trying to be a part of it. Like, dude, friendly fire, (laughs) bro. You're kicking his ass, and it's our guy. Yeah, they stopped. (laughs) It ended. We all got thrown out. And I'm, I'm over in the corner texting yeah. to Steve, and I'm like, hey, get everybody out of here. And Steve's in the melee. <laughs> that was, was the first one. time. we've. You've been kicked out of a bar since. Yeah. Yeah. But that that was that we got kicked out of the bar that night. Bakersfield, come see us. Visalia, California, the following night on the 31st. Reno, Nevada. Nevada on the 1st of February. Uh, then it's off to the races. We've got Flora, Illinois, which is another place that's going to be interesting to get to. Um, Evansville, Indiana, I think is the closest town to that, and that's still 90 miles away. Yep. Where are they booking us, Steve? I don't know. They Where need to get a map, Willie. Dang it. L.A. doesn't own an almanac, a globe, anything. It's like they're throwing darts at the map at this mm. point. They like to send us in winter. They do. In the man. hardest winter places. We're going to send you to Sydney, Montana. Yes, it's February. And yes, you're going to come back without your testicles. We, but you're going to have a blast. We should be in Cabo this time of year, right? Oh, yeah. They send exactly. us to Cabo. Somebody like, can't wait to see you in Oha- Oahu. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm giving you the vague book middle finger about that. Um, where else are we going? We're going to uh, Corpus Christi on the 15th of February. That'll be fun. And then on the 16th, Sunday night show, me and Cooper Wade, we're going to do our little music thing again. Uh, is that Tomball, Tom Tom Texas? Texas yeah. yep. So anyway, we got some stuff coming up. Uh, get your tickets. So Corpus Christi's doing a deal right now through the, what's today's date, Candace? 13th? Never mind, that deal's over. It ended yesterday. <coughs> they were doing a $20, $20, yeah, $20 ticket cool. for uh, the Corpus Christi show. I bet if you called them, you could still get the deal. I bet so. You can work it. You call the venue down there. Go to watchchad.com, get the venue information. Go to Colorado, Pueblo. And Grand Junction, be back in Grand Junction. What happened? Did you have a little gas, poopy? 
Yeah. You okay? Yeah, my, I'm cramping over here. Are you? Aww. Yeah. Huh? Did you see that article about uh, NBC? No, it was Newsweek or NBC about the men having the menstrual. The trans men? Yeah, I'm having menstrual cramps. Oh, like how hard Steve. it is to be a transgender man and and menstruate? That is hard. And you know what the problem is? The the pain. It's a it's an emotional pain. It's not because they're biological women. See, I'm starting to get this thing down. Gosh, I was confused. They're biological women, but they're transgender men. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? Did you see the little pinky girl fight that was going on on Twitter that I shared? And I said, "Well, now they're letting biological women compete in men's sports." And there was these two dudes going at each other. I said, "They're like two pink vibrators. There's just no quit in them." Was that the one where the chicks were pulling them apart? Yeah, that was funny. I pulled his pants. Pulled down, his pulled pants down. Apart. There was nothing there. Yeah, nutless. So maybe it was a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, but transgender women are having a hard time. No, transgender no, men, men are having biological hard, women are having a hard time menstruating because you just don't feel their pain. You know the problem? They're men and they're having to go in and buy pink boxes. I think they should put like little Tonka trucks on them. Like you should do it, market it like Bob the Builder, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Actually, you could do a Bob the Builder tampon. You could have a little yellow hat on the tip and a fuse. Yeah. No. Yeah, sure. No. Nah. Like underoos, but for for pads. <laughs> Padaroos. We could have padaroos. It'd be, it'd be like a big old. See where the camera is. Oh gosh! You Don't flip do, over. Give me, give me a vanity shot, Mark. You can put the Superman <laughs> right there, big ass. Right there, because yeah. your pad. I don't know how far pads come up. Yeah. Well, Steve, Steve, you crapping? I'm menstruating. Are you? <laughs> no, I made a big pot of beans hiding. and chili. It's catching up with me. I'm going into hiding. It's party time, Mom. Go to watchchad.com. Get your merch. Go to gmrgoldbullionbox.com. Get your party time, Mom coin. It is the official currency of the party apocalypse. Hot news, Natalie. Party foul, Steve. Yeah. Get that cramp, dude. Woo! We got to travel. And uh, he needs a talk of Pataru. And then <laughs> Candice, the queen of the Ethiopians. Good luck editing this one. Don't forget to go where podcasts are offered. Leave us a five-star rating and a good review because we accept nothing less. God bless you guys. The Puppet Master Mark. Woo, making us look good. We'll talk to you next time. God bless you. Bye. Bye.